Welcome to this episode of Main Unstream Examinations. So uh, Main Unstream Examinations differs slightly from Main Unstream Conversations. Uh, specifically that it's just yours truly with a brief monologue examining something uh, current or indeed as in case of this particular episode, um, a futuristic a futurist prediction. So um, today we're going to look at the concept of a fiat social currency. I'll say that again, a fiat social currency. Now, for those who, you know, just to qualify and get a, a baseline of a distinction of what everything is, um, for those who don't know what money is, and I don't mean that facetiously, if you don't know what money is by definition, money is simply a medium of exchange. Now, we all think it's coins and notes and whatever, and etc. And to a degree that is, but there's a reason why that is. But money is simply a medium of exchange. And currency is a system for a medium of exchange. Okay, so medium of exchange, money, currency, system for medium of exchange. And then there's a thing called fiat currency, F-I-A-T. You can Google all this, you can search it in the dictionary, whatever. A fiat currency is a currency, so a system for a medium of exchange, which has been, pro been proclaimed or declared by, for example, a government. So when you have euros and cents or pounds and pence and dollars and cents and whatever other currency you want, those dollars and cents, euros and cents, et cetera, are simply uh, are a, a physical representation of fiat currency. Okay, got it? That's as succinct as I want to make it. Um, you know, Google that one yourself. It's, it's, it's common knowledge if you have ever explored down that way. You know, we all think it's the stuff we have in our pocket, but it's not. And just another thing, by the way, um, on average, it goes plus minus a couple of points here and there across countries and regions. But on average, there's about 4% of all money in physical form. Okay, about 96% of what we call money is actually only ones and zeros in uh, on, on a computer somewhere. It's only 4% digital in, in physical form. So if everyone wanted to get their money out of the bank, it'd be physically impossible. You couldn't actually have everybody go to the bank and pull their money out. Or maybe they could because probably less than 4% owned by people. I don't have that statistic. Okay, cool. So let's dive straight into this. So uh, a fiat social currency. Now, as I said, this is not something happening now. This is, uh, and this is not a conspiracy theory or anything like this. This is just simply a futurist perspective on something that is happening now. If you have not heard of the Chinese social credit system, I encourage you to go and Google that. There are enough videos out there about it. Uh, there's enough information out there about it. They're not hiding it. It's part of what they're doing. And uh, by all uh, Chinese accounts, it should be fully rolled out by 2020, right about now, okay, at the time of this recording. So what is the social credit system? Okay. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of things. So basically, well, before I read it, you know, let me give a quick perspective. Social credit system is this, you know, we're all we're all accustomed to being monitored, you know, via our phones and whatever. And we, we ex sort of half, ex sorry, as <laughs> I fall on the floor, we sort of half accept, uh, even in the Western world, that our activity online is monitored by someone. We don't like it. And there are all sorts of laws, et cetera, to, to, to block it. And even when we walk into a, um, when we walk into a shopping center, uh, our phones using the EMI code trackers. You know, um, all the COVID apps used various tracking capabilities, okay? Um, luckily, we had to opt into those for those who opted into it. But we're, we're sort of accustomed to being tracked with email and goodness knows what else. 
what and and then of course we see even in western world so this is not beating up on the chinese by the way i'll get to what they're doing in a second but let's just lay the groundwork in the western world we're accustomed to being tracked online and all that sort of stuff we don't like it so we do what we can depending on our perspective on that to block being tracked um and then we see all the cameras around us on the street hundreds of thousands of cameras and we know we're being watched and there is a tracking capability in that as well um but you know we hope not to the extent that being online okay now let's let's jump into china china's social credit system they use obviously the offline the online tracking but their social credit system incorporates millions and millions and millions of cameras shopping centers streets other areas you know public areas and semi-public areas only place they don't have it is in you know, a 1984 scenario of big brother where it's in your home uh yet um albeit with you know all the home assistant devices that we have goodness knows that you know one day that will be possible it's already they're already all listening to us but um this is this is you know this part is reality right now in china that they are using cameras to track people and they're using an ai an artificial intelligence system behind those cameras to recognize people's faces using biometrics and then to identify based you know they obviously have a baseline of what behavior is acceptable to identify the behavior of the individuals as to whether that behavior maps to what is socially acceptable now if it is socially acceptable great if it's better than accept you know better than the average they get their their, their social credit score goes up if it's less than acceptable it goes down Okay, it's really simple. It's all like it's all like your credit score online when you want to go for a loan based on your financial activity. Um, now, however, it's about your social behavior. Okay, and you know, again, you can go and read a whole bunch of stuff about this. Um, like they're not hiding it, but just give you an idea of some of the things. You know, if if you have a good social credit score, it means you can get um, better better access to better jobs, access to better education, access to better deals, financial deals, you know, hiring a car without a deposit, better hotels, um, upgrades all over the place, you know, this sort of stuff. Um, that's, that's currently happening. If, if you have a depleted uh, credit score, social credit score, then it can mean you don't get access to those things. In fact, you get access to lesser grade stuff. It could even mean that your behavior, sorry, your your movement is blocked. So just as an example, I'll read this, uh, this particular note. It says that <clears throat> um, starting in May 2019, inappropriate behavior in Beijing's rapid transits, including playing loud music or eating, except for infants and sick people, apparently they're allowed to eat, could result in negative credit profiles. Okay, um, I read somewhere, uh, see if I can find it quickly, I can't, darn, uh, doesn't matter, it'll, it'll come up somewhere quickly. So according to the Chinese government, it's supposed to be implemented by 2015, yeah? Um, I was yeah, looking at like a deer in, in headlights, so I'm trying to quickly scan this. Um, there have been millions and millions and millions of inf so-called infringement notices depleting someone's credit score where people and and people rejected from being able to travel um as a result of having a negative credit score okay i'll just quietly try and find this
Right, found it. So um, here, here are some examples of what's happened. As of June 2019, uh, according to the National Development and Reform Commission of China, 26.8 million air tickets and 5.96 million high-speed rail tickets have been denied to people who were deemed untrustworthy. They've been put on the blacklist, okay? Um, and then it says that 4.37 million untrustworthy people had to chosen to fulfill their duties required by law. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Um, there are an additional 2.56 million flight tickets as well as 90,000 high-speed rail tickets that were denied to those on the blacklist. Okay, here it is. Um, so just some examples. As of June, I'm going to read this, okay? So as of June 2019, according to the National Development and Reform Commission of China, 26.82 million air tickets and 5.96 million high-speed rail tickets have been denied to people who are deemed untrustworthy. Yeah? Um, parents, if the parents of a child were to score below a certain threshold, their children will be excluded from private schools in the region or even universities. A person's social score, per, oh, sorry, a personal social score could be used as a social symbol on social and couples platforms, for example. Uh, and and the, 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 the list of stuff goes on. Um, I read here that... Here you go. Starting November 1st, 2019, this is pretty recent, residents at least 14 years of old who violate traffic rules, for example, just, you know, I say just, but for example, jaywalking and violating a red light, once caught, will receive a negative record on their credit profiles. For residents under the age of 14 who violate traffic rules, their legal guardians will need to, uh, will need to take educational courses or complete certain social services. Otherwise, the traffic violation will be recorded against their credit profiles. There's nothing like, you know, this is this is just another way of, you know, issuing a fine, but they're doing it via a more invasive, insidious process, okay? So that's probably enough of, um, that's probably enough of reading what social credit is about and telling you what social credit is about. But if you don't believe this could happen, it's already being rolled out in different countries, in, in different countries, a different degree. So in uh, Northern Territory, Darwin, Northern Territory, they have the smart city. They're already putting parts of this in place. And there was um, just a couple of days ago, there was an, uh, well, at least I saw this, I saw the, um, the, the video on Facebook of a seven news report, which told about a, um, a Gold Coast organization called Sports Bio that created a technology Basically, it's social. It's a social credit system technology, but it's being used for um, uh, player attendance records and and uh, uh, profiling them, and you know what they have in terms of qualifications and the rest. But now, of course, that system is being implemented for COVID. So, if you think that the system is only in China, the system is actually already in Australia, and I'll guarantee you, it's in your country wherever you are in some form. Now, that's social credit system. Why am I telling you about that? And what's that got to do with um, a fiat social currency? Remembering a currency, a fiat currency is a system of a medium of exchange, sorry, a system for a medium exchange, uh, which has been uh, by proclamation or declaration. So a, a government has declared a system for a medium of exchange. That is, that is what a fiat currency is. 
Okay. Um, so now let's take social credit and let's say that uh, it gets transformed, that you're no longer, pay, you know, you're no longer paid yuan or dollars or euros or pounds or whatever, um, but that your behavior now determines how much you get paid that this credit becomes currency. How can they do that? Because, of course, well, we got money. You know, we got dollar notes and cents and all the rest of it. But if you, unless you've been asleep, um, that is on the way out. You know, in Europe, quite a lot of actual physical cash no longer exists uh, or is you know, very unusual. It's very much contactless payment. In Australia, they've been bringing it in. And, and since COVID, under the guise of COVID, they've been like, oh, we have to remove cash. We have to do cashless, contactless payment. And it's got nothing to do with COVID. That's just a great, you know, cover story, but because the move was already on, you know, I'm not saying it's conspiracy theory or whatever, it's just the move was already on for cashless society. So, and, 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 um, once you have a cashless society, then you can convert to other things. That's futurist style prediction. So imagine now you have a cashless society. Um, money is all digital and there are reasons for that. I'll do that in another, um, main unstream examination, but right now you have a cashless society. Money is digital. Instead of just a credit system, what if your ability to earn was dependent upon your behavior online and offline? I'll say that again. What if your ability to earn was dependent upon your behavior online and offline? When that happens, having a job is not something you go and choose to do it's simply a social obligation to feed society in some form based on your skills and abilities so you front up to your job and you get paid for one of two in, in, based on one or two criteria one your behavior in the job as well as your behavior generally in society and to the value you bring to a the company you're working for and b society as a whole and that is where the disconnect will happen, you know, like all these socialist systems, um, socialist systems, socialism, most people who, who love the concept of socialism, socialism forget that socialism is for the people who support socialism, not for the socialists. They sort of sit up here. There is a, there is a, a hierarchy, an echelon in socialism. Uh, always has been, always will be in any any system of uh, any ism or ist system that humans uh, adhere uh, uh, subscribe to so um your ability to earn a large amount of money will depend upon the perceived your perceived value to the system as well as your behavior within the system if your behavior is socially acceptable you have a reasonable life you add some value you'll have maybe a uh, a middle class life you had at extreme value to the company and society maybe you have an upper middle class life and the, the the other scary part of that, I mean, I find that scary. Some people might find that a phenomenal way of being because, of course, now everyone has to behave in a socially acceptable way. But the problem with that is who defines what is socially acceptable? Who defines what's socially acceptable? So the really other, the other, really the other scary part of that is because the money is digital, there is no physical money. There is no, no thing with physical value anymore. It's all ones and zeros on a screen. It doesn't even have to be a cryptocurrency. The really scary part about that is you get issued a fine 
for socially unacceptable behavior, for anything, traffic violation, whatever, the money can just be deplete, deleted from your account. Well, of course, one could argue that could in principle happen now if the legislation were in place and therefore the legislation would have to be in place for that. But now I'm asking you to take a, a cognitive leap into the future where society exists with a, again, this is not a conspiracy thing. This is just a futurist perspective. Take a cognitive leap into the future where a fiat social currency system is in place and ask yourself what rules and regulations and legislations will be in place around such a system. Because I'll guarantee you they won't be the same rules and regulations and legislation that we have in place now because there's a disconnect between that and, and between the two. So what will be in place? And if we accept work on the basis to, to eventuate, and if it eventuates, you know, we then clearly human beings as a society have accepted this system of um, financial reward. And if they have accepted this, what process have they gone through leading up to the scenario where this is how human beings live? Anyway, there's a lot more to it. And that's why I'm going to keep these things short, you know, sub 18 minutes, um, because I just want to keep, you know, there, there's so much to talk about. Uh, and again, this is this is not necessarily a current thing, albeit it relies, it, it rests, doesn't rely on it, rests on a whole bunch of stuff which is currently happening, such as the social credit system, such as technology like the, guy, the guys in the Gold Coast, such as, you know, uh, cashless society, et cetera, which is all coming in, which is all here. Um, so it relies on it, but it is, again, I, I, I emphasize, it's a futurist perspective on what could be if it's allowed to happen. And give some thought to that. Is that a world you want to live in? Thanks very much for tuning in. If you like this series of videos, please hit the subscribe button. I probably should have said that at the beginning, right? Hit the subscribe button and click on the bell button so you get notifications, okay? Um, and if you feel strongly or less strongly about anything I've said, uh, please leave a comment. I'd love to uh, hear what you think, whether or not you agree with me. doesn't really matter. Um, I, want, I would prefer to hear your opinion as opposed to just saying, yeah, great, whatever. Give me, excuse me, give me your opinion and um, uh, tell me what you really, really think. And let's have a discussion. And maybe, maybe you come on to a main on stream conversation with me as opposed to just uh, me doing this. Anyway, thanks so much again. Have a great day, guys. Um, all the very best. Bye now.